1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles. And this episode is dedicated to the number 23, because 2 plus 3 makes five yeah five is the number of players in our party
3: (laughs) and it's
4: my favorite number and i know you're taking a piss but i don't care because i like it it's a
2: dangerous number to get involved with
4: (laughs) well we'll find out it's
5: perfect
2: perfect. (laughs) i'm david knight your dungeon master and i'm joined up by these pure enigmas so say hi everyone hello
4: hello number 23 is the best number (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm genuinely gonna go and re that jim carrey film i've never seen um, that film
4: i think it might put me off the number oh no, you
2: need to watch it it's it's brilliant we'll watch it together okay. whilst i cue the theme tune okay yeah <laughs> let's do that we'll see you in two hours <laughs>
4: Repair your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D
6: Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must But even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are
2: missed
5: Roll initiative Brandish your blades.
2: Saves. No risk too great, no choice to go
3: This is your story, no guts, no glory Confront your fate with every role One who will pay the price Their chance of rest upon dice. no risk too great no choice too bold. this is no small loss.
2: so as your journey continued the problem of the pied pipe taunted you each night causing Orin and Juna to approach Gaius whilst he slept when Gaius tried to hide the flute inside Juna's tea caddy not a euphemism. It played a torturous <laughs> tune until he retrieved it. Unsure of how to proceed, you headed on to Rost Hall, hoping to find someone to help you with the situation. Rost Hall itself was in a state of relaxing after a shape-changing serial killer known as the Faceless Footman had been apprehended and was due for execution the following day. Curious, you all headed for the garrison, an old converted fort that housed the prison, as well as a tempting library. Turning Ruana into a mouse... Juna watched her familiar navigate the corridors of the prison in hopes of spying the killer, but found nothing to further what you already knew. You discussed next steps, mentioning the cursed flute, and as you set off to research, you were stopped by a shady human, Jeric, who offered help from an organisation that he worked for, a tattoo on his neck revealing himself to be a member of the Hex. And that's where we're at. So he's just approached you, he's been like, uh, yeah, you know, I a cursed, cursed flute,
5: yeah, I can... I know some people who can help with that. Yeah, I summon a packed weapon. It's brass knuckles, and I was like, Pft, yeah, know exactly who you're working for.
2: Ah, I mean, I was just offering help, wasn't it? Uh, if you don't want no help, I mean, I can see that... Actually,
5: Warren. Yeah? What do you think? Do you think we need this guy's help? I don't
7: think we need this guy's help.
2: Ah, uh, I mean, uh, all right, all right. I don't want no trouble. I just thought I heard someone who needed some help. I would offer my services in the best way that I could. I can see that is not wanted, so I bid you all a very good evening, and I will go away, sharpish. How's that? No trouble, no trouble. Yeah,
7: I, I don't think you'd you'd like my friend here when he's when he's not best pleased. So i would clear off if I were you.
6: <laughs> you were going to say angry, weren't you?
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
3: Sorry.
7: <laughs> and Perry Moppins was probably going close to the line, so. <laughs>
2: all right Any sort of feedback backs off. i mean if you do need any help you need if you change your minds or nothing you know or something you can find me at the wise man's nook i'm staying there for the evening all right
7: noted on your way now
2: all right well pleasure speaking with you and uh thanks for listening and on for now <laughs> what never mind
3: <laughs> oh uh, all right
2: sorry i thought you was no, no, all right, never mind. And he turns up, walks off again.
3: Why
4: didn't <laughs> you want his help?
5: He's a member of the Hex. Why? What good ever comes from allying ourselves with these people?
4: Well, I've never allied myself with them in the past. I mean, you're the people that know about them. I just wanted to check, you know, if we can find a way to help Gaius. And sometimes we might have to get close to shady people, perhaps, to get the help that we mm. need. I mean, this is a shady pipe.
5: I'm sorry, Gwendolyn. But I draw the line with the Hex.
7: Yeah, I've got to agree with do there. There's some people, Gwendolyn, that just you don't want to deal with.
5: Okay
4: then, so we stay away from the Hex yep. until we can't not stay away from the Hex.
5: Usually how it turns out.
4: Right, well, guys, I hope you like uh, Orion and Juno watching you whilst you sleep.
5: What are you saying?
4: That we haven't found a solution yet.
5: Are you saying you would have wanted his help?
4: I don't know, that's what I'm asking.
6: I, I think what Gwen's trying to say is that we do need some help. We need some help, and, and yeah. Whilst him. we don't want to get involved with the hex, we need to find someone, don't we? Yeah. Gwen? yeah. So guys might
4: have to put up with it for a little while longer.
7: I think we just we want help from literally anyone else. Literally.
4: Right. Well, um, seeing as uh, Jeric, ha- has he gone? Is he far enough away? Yeah,
2: he's yeah he's uh, wandered far enough down the street that you're quite happy he can't hear you anymore.
4: Shall we continue with what we were about to do?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, library?
4: Me, Juna, and and Enkidu, we were going to go and talk to the guards. You two are going to pop into the library and we'll meet you there as soon as we've found anything. We might not be fruitful either.
7: Okay, deal.
2: Take that quest hook and stick it in your pocket, David. (laughs) (laughs) Jarek will remember this. (laughs) So... You all sort of make your way back closer toward the garrison. Um, and there are a few guards sort of stood. Even though the gates themselves have been removed, there are a few guards stationed there now uh, who sort of hold up a hand as you approach. They go, uh, that's it for tonight. No more entries. Oh. Don't worry, it'll be open when the sun rises again tomorrow.
4: Oh, that's a shame. We were just, um, we're, we're new in town. We're just um, doing a bit of tourist sightseeing. It's such a shame when we get here just after closing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, that,
2: that's fine. Like, If you come back tomorrow, then uh, uh, there'll be a whole execution on that. You're welcome to stay and watch.
4: Oh, wow. I, do you know what? It, it'll it probably be very crowded tomorrow. And, well, I, I'm not so good with crowds, you see. I, I wonder. I, I've just been... I, I'm so interested in the architecture of this sort of area. Whether you mm. might be so kind as to give us a little tour. Just whilst we're here, I really don't want to put you out. I, I'm... But I just, I just wonder you just if you'd just would like... so like to see just it, would would so we? like to see it, just to... Oh, that's well, while it's so not like crowded. Yeah, I mean, I really hope welcome. to get here sooner. Unfortunately,
2: I can't leave my post right this second. Uh, none of us can. That's why we're positioned here. Ooh. Uh, but, uh, we respect that, don't, yes, we, don't we, we? Yes, of course.
6: Yes. We respect that you can't leave.
2: <laughs> um, but like, like, you're welcome to come back tomorrow. And looks over his shoulder and goes, I'll be honest, they only let people into the library who are interested in the books. So if you wanted to... Less crowded area to get a good view. that wow. would be the one. But be- you didn't hear that for me.
4: Oh, um, oh. <laughs> no! Of course not.
7: How? How? So anyone can go in the library? Can they? Oh yeah, wow. it's public. Yeah,
2: no appointments or nothing. You just obviously have to be there. You got to respect the books. No candles, that kind of thing. <laughs> Look at
1: Enkidu. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to earn your place there as like a scholar or anything like that.
2: I mean, no. They got they got uh like dedicated librarians that run the place, uh, and they'll help you out if you're looking for something.
6: If we wanted to see this faceless footman, is he inside there?
2: Uh, in the prison, yeah.
6: He's inside there.
2: Yeah, under lock and key. Don't worry, perfectly safe. We've got him. Oh, We've got him now. That's of course so why I was not... asking. Yeah, but uh, um, I can't I'm obviously gonna, can't um... let you in. If you are interested in seeing him, hopefully it'll be a show tomorrow.
6: Well, quite yes. I am going to. Whilst we're sort of babbling away. I'm going to just sort of lightly tap my staff on the floor a couple of times. and I am going to cast Detect Thorns, oh, as, as Gwen suggested.
2: So, yeah, the few guards, sort of two or three. Well, there's two that you can see and one sort of just a little way off in the courtyard. They all ping up as options for you to listen into. There are, within the walls of the garrison, you can, you can sense that there are a few more people nearby as well. What's the distance? How far away can you?
6: 30 feet. People that I can see.
2: So you can't hear any of anything coming from inside the prison. You can only see, yeah, the few people up on the walls and the, the the guards in the courtyard that you can see milling about. And there's there's still a couple of workmen preparing the last of the gallows, giving it a a little test to make sure that the uh, <laughs> one of them the one of them's giving it a go.
4: <laughs> John's a short straw. <laughs>
7: Got to make sure it works. <laughs> mm.
4: I don't think Gwendolyn's ever seen a gallows before. It's making her uncomfortable.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I would like to read the god's thoughts mainly the ones that we're talking to.
4: One of them
2: is quite hungry, you get that impression. <laughs> and that is just looking forward to his next break. The sort of a woman stood with him is just keeping an eye on all all five of you. That like she's still a little bit in that suspicious mindset that'd been put into the Put into the populace, into the citizens. So, like, she's sort of staring at the five of you, being like, mm, "Okay, you're tourists," is what you say, but can I trust you? Are you more shapeshifters that are about to go on a rampage? You know, bleh, all of those kinds of like nervous thoughts. So that's it. that's Unless you push deeper into.
6: What would Juno do?
2: Juno knows that he'll find
6: out. Yeah. No. No, I no, think yeah. she's not gonna. I think she's not gonna. They're too new in town. She sort of shoots Gwen a look and just sort of like shakes her head a
4: bit. Well, um, thank you so much for giving us all that information. We really appreciate how hospitable you've been. We really do hope we get to have a good look at the architecture tomorrow.
2: Yeah, uh, like I say, you're welcome back. And to be honest, after the thing, it will happen late morning, about lunchtime, just before. You're welcome to look around afterwards and that as well the crowd will be gone by then hopefully is what i am oh, right. meaning. So that's good be... yes
4: crowds do a bit much for me really <laughs> i
2: hear, oh yeah completely
4: i hear you got um you got help from an arcanist to to capture this faceless footman that's interesting
2: yeah that's that's what happens when uh, the lord of your town is uh, is so high up you know we get a little bit extra help here and there
4: yeah yeah oh i imagine uh, the the lord is is um hosting the arcanist at the moment at their their home on the other on the other hill
2: uh, I don't know about that. I, I, I assume that the Arcanist might be staying there, but Lord Rostal don't really stay in town that often.
4: Oh, yes, we heard that. That's strange, isn't it? Mm. Do you
6: know who the Arcanist is?
2: Iavet um, was the name. Eavet. Half-elf chap. Pale skin. Lovely.
5: Very polite. How can you verify that the the prisoner is indeed the shapeshifter?
2: I don't know. I've not been stationed over
5: there.
6: Over where?
2: Like in with, with him
6: but you feel confident that that he has been caught it is the right person
2: i mean that's what the arcanist says yeah and to be honest when we pulled him into the cell like he were doing that shape changing thing so it makes sense oh. what shape is he in at the moment i don't know last i saw he was a woman he can't shape change
7: into like i don't know something crazy like a mouse and just get out through the cells i don't think
2: so i don't think it was like that it was like his um like what was weird about it is that it was like people that he could see and like people in the town that I like I recognized quite a few of the faces that he was doing. Wow. Did he do you? And sort of like a like a pale look almost. Like he's like yeah. a Little bit. Ooh.
5: Wow.
4: That must have been scary. Yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to him being hanged
5: tomorrow. So right. here's a bit of truth, friend. The five of us are freelancers. Freelancers who've come up from Berrien's fields. So as I Take it, um, Lord Rostal is allied with Lord Berrien. Ah, oh, I don't know about, not about that. Well, that is the current state of things. And the two of them have an understanding. They share personnel in town. A few soldiers and people who move around off the books. And we've been sent to verify a particular situation. We weren't told what it was that was happening in this town. And this seems to be it. We have to make a report tomorrow to oh, yeah. a certain somebody. I lean in a whisper, I'm like... The word is that um, Prevos might be involved in this attempt, and we're here to verify that is not the case. Is the case, but we need something to go back with. And we just want to have a look and verify. And maybe see if this person has ties to Prevos, and we could put this thing to bed. Obviously, you need to make a deception check. For <laughs> <laughs> <That's> good, good. <laughs> Cover. That's a strong, strong story as well, yeah. This is my bag. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a ten altogether. He sort of looks at you, and goes, "You are welcome to chat
2: to the arcanist about it. That would be helpful." Yeah, like I say, I think he's over at at the the red house. I assume that's where he's been put up. At least there's no there's no fancier rooms than that round here. But yeah, beyond that, like beyond the reports of of the other murders, I mean, I've got no authority to let you in, but. Again, once it's all done tomorrow and, like, the old thing's cleared up, you're welcome to come chat to the captain. Thank you.
5: That's 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 helpful.
2: No worries. Anything else I can do for you all tonight?
6: No. Thank you for telling us what you've told us. Thank you.
5: No
2: worries.
6: We'll be back to look at the architecture, won't we?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, uh, obviously, like I say, if you want to sneak in before, uh, otherwise, you can wait till the crowd's done. That's fine. Well, too.
4: what time does the library open?
2: Uh, sunrise, basically. Sunrise? Yeah. Librarians, they live on site, so it's...
7: Wow, they live on
4: site.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you're all uh, sort of edge away from the gate. I can't remember, Gaius, did you buy rooms at the last inn that Bessie's currently... No, in? no, I left it to
8: the group. I didn't want to assume.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, obviously you've yeah, not paid for, for rooms. You've got no accommodation currently for the evening.
6: Should we go down and have a look at these tabby cat and the I wise I don't man's really fancy
2: the and... wise man's
5: nook. Neither do I. Or
4: the Flying Philly, where Bessie
7: is. Tabby Cat or the Flying Philly sound good to me.
4: I don't suppose we could try and um, stay at the Red House. What, with my connections? We could try and wangle it. Oh, I like that. I am well up for that. Worst comes to worst, we go and stay in an inn instead. True. Certainly gives us an opportunity to try and talk to the Arcanist. Absolutely.
5: learn about this faceless fellow before they're killed.
7: Yeah. I mean, I definitely am a fan of checking
1: out if we can have a
7: chat with this Arcanist.
1: Before the execution,
5: just remind me gang,
1: why why are we caring so much about this faceless guy?
6: I think it's more about the arcanist, isn't it, and not necessarily trusting the arcanists.
5: Mm. I'm actually more interested in the faceless fellow, who they work for. I just
4: have a horrible feeling that the person who they've got to execute tomorrow isn't the right person. I mean, mm. but like
1: yeah. the the arcanists are like clever fellows and things like that and they uh yeah, they're a bit weird and dodgy sometimes, but like why would an arcanist lie about uh
5: well, We've already met an Arcanist who oh, lied.
4: Well, the Arcanist might be the faceless footman.
5: Or hired the faceless person. It's very clear the consortium have their own agenda. They could have wanted to remo- remove Lord Rostor for whatever reason.
1: Okay, so why don't we just go to the Ar- go to the Red House, as Gwen suggests, and go and speak to the Arcanist forthwith, and therefore we get our ums and ahs and works out.
7: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the way I look at it is we've got time to kill till sunrise tomorrow, so might as well fill it.
4: And if we can get free board. Mm.
5: Okay, so what's our cover?
4: Well, I suppose I'm going to be using my um, noble connections. We're here to inspect Uh, their
5: security system.
4: (laughs) Well, I I mean, we could carry on with the tourist line. Uh, I'm here again with my entourage, and um, I I haven't found accommodation suitable of someone of my standing. And uh, I wondered if I could be accommodated here for the night. And I'm so curious to hear more about the Arcanist. We all are. Me and my companions. Yeah, we can Worse try. Worst comes to worst, they don't believe us.
5: Oh, we could sneak in. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, we could sneak in if you want to. Just, we might not have as forward a conversational connection, but yeah, I, I, either I think way. we need
7: to try and talk to this arcanist, don't we? Yeah. Mm. If we if we don't get if we don't get what we're looking for, then having a sneak around later is always an option.
4: Double pronged attack.
5: Always have a plan B, Miss Septhorne, Am I right? Oh yes. Like running off in the opposite direction, <laughs> <laughs> smashing it for plan B
2: again. The 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 red house is a very obvious location, like because it's sort of perched atop a hill. So you sort of wind your way down through the streets from the garrison, reach the little valley between the two hills, and start winding your way ba- back up again. When you reach the red house gate, much like again the Vondella estate, there is it's a it's a walled off. Estate. The grounds clearly is not not as big as the the Vondel. The Red House is sort of that little bit closer. But from the gates, at least, there doesn't seem to be a way to ring a bell. The gates just closed for the night. And by this point, it's probably about eight o'clock in the evening. The sun has gone down.
6: Does they look like a, a like a I don't know like a servants' entrance?
2: Yeah, you can sort of yeah as you sort of do it a little. Squeezing through the other buildings and the little alleyways around the wall. There does seem to be a trade gate around the other side, uh, which does have a small bell on it.
6: Anyone fancy coming? Well, Plan B? I'll ring the bell.
2: Yeah, well,
1: why don't we just entourage with her like she said? Yeah, that's right. Go for it, Gwendolyn.
4: Ding dong! (laughs) Um, Yep, ringing that bell and calling it, hello? Hello?
2: After about sort of ten minutes or so, uh, and there are lights on inside of the house but you hear a door open just beyond the gate and this middle-aged half-elf woman walnut skin her hair tied back in a very loose ponytail because she's clearly just chucked a nightgown on comes tottering over hello can i help you
4: hello oh i'm i'm so sorry to have um disturbed you this time in the evening i i'm afraid uh, i'm i'm in a bit of a quandary um Let me introduce myself. I I am Lady Gwendolyn Rose and um, I'm seeking somewhere to stay for the night. And, well, I'm afraid to say the establishments in this town are not quite up to my standards. And I I wondered if I might trespass upon the hospitality of Lord Rostell, um, myself and my companions here. We're really after just a a good place to stay for the night. And I was hoping that one noble to another, we might be able to accommodate us make
2: a persuasion check
4: please <laughs> please please non-natural 20
2: yeah about
4: fucking yeah. time i got a persuasion oh, check she, to work uh... oh actually no 21 yeah. shit i forgot i didn't change my modifier
2: hey well done yeah she looks you up and down she goes um well i mean we do have guests currently so i'm not sure about Go. Ask, i would appreciate that, that so right?
4: very much uh... tell you
2: what you you head round to the front gate because if, I can you. see that you are a lady. There's no there's no you you coming in through the trades. All right, so you go round the front and uh, and yeah, I'll I'll go see if someone Thank can you, uh, put you uh, away.
4: Uh, how, how There's many, five of you us you in total. There? Do you want us servants to wait round here?
2: Five of you. Oh, you got some
4: servants with uh, you. Gwendolyn kind of looks at them oh. like, do they want to be servants or do they want to come as companions? Oh yes, we're <laughs> companions. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. these are my my companions. Yes.
7: The servants can wait at the filly.
4: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I have, yes, lodged my servants in an alternative place, but, you know, uh, myself and my companions, we really um, would like some better places to stay. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. You go you go and wait around the front, and I'll send someone out to talk to you, uh, Thank right?
4: you ever so much. And what's your name?
2: I'm Skylar. Hello. Very sorry that the lord the lord currently is not in residence.
4: Oh no, what a shame.
2: No, but like, uh, you know, I'm sure he'd be absolutely well I
4: have no doubt that he's words. probably I'm very right. well acquainted with my father. Practically everybody is.
2: Okay. Yes. Well, um I'll be sure it was the name again Rose. Uh, was
4: Lady it? Gwendolyn Rose, yes.
2: Lady Gwendolyn Rose. Okay, yeah, I'll uh, I'll go see if uh, I'll go see. Yes, right?
4: thank you so much, Skylar. Thank you.
2: That's all right. Uh she sort of turns and hobbles back to the, uh, I don't know why she keeps hobbling. She's not that old.
8: <laughs> she's got an old war injury. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's
2: cold. She's not put uh, she's not put her slippers she's on, got... so she's sort of walking across Ooh, yes, the, the, the the stones of the garden a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, so you all make your way back around the front of the gate. After a short while, um a Butler appears and he's clearly like pulls on a suit like in a fairly rushed way because you can see a few of the buttons aren't (laughs) quite done up correctly. Is it one of those jackets that's got like the fake shirt front on the front of the actually
7: just like you pull it (laughs) (laughs) over Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah.
2: But he sort of, he moves forward and he says um, reaches the gate and says which of you is is Gwendolyn Rose?
4: Hello, yes that's me.
2: Lady Lady Gwendolyn, my apologies. Of course
4: not not um, to worry.
2: Yes, we are able to put you up in in some rooms for the evening. Uh, Are you how many will you be needing?
4: How many rooms would you be able to provide?
2: Uh, we're, we're quite easily, one each, if you if you are in requirement of that. Of course, not all of them are prepared, so there might be some waiting if you wanted to rest quicker. We have some rooms already prepared and wait, but otherwise,
4: uh, we would be more than happy to um, wait. Perhaps uh, I, I wouldn't want to um, impose on you too much, but we, um, a meal for the evening would be wonderful whilst we're waiting for. Of rooms course, to be sorted
2: course. yes uh, we've already been in contact with Lord Rostall and he uh he is is quite happy to for, for you to be treated as oh, as, as, as honored guest he,
4: he is oh well, that's of course it's exactly what I expected so that's yes. wonderful thank you and what was your name
2: uh, uh Seth
4: Seth a pleasure to meet you Seth thank you so yeah, much yes. for being so very accommodating I I must no, say no, no. you're very much appreciated on behalf of myself and my family
2: oh yes. uh, 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 the very least we could do uh, my lady and sort of whilst he's been doing this it sort of like opened the gate and it slowly like walked you onward as you sort of start stepping inside of the of the the house itself unlike the vondells this one feels in the interior of it almost like a castle Mm-mm. like all of that brickwork is just on display They're, they seem to be quite proud of the fact that this brick is 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 in the in the town and whilst there are rugs and things so the floor doesn't feel too cold as you're walking through, the decoration is quite sparse, almost spartan in some places, that it's just like basic furniture. Not very plush, but impressive in its own way.
4: What a magnificent building
5: this is. Uh, thank you, yes. Um,
2: we do try and uh, uh, keep it as is our job. If you uh, care to sit in uh, in this room uh, here, just, just toward a, a small sitting room, then uh, Skylar will be... Uh, up with some food and, and tea, and uh, shortly, and and I will go and prepare your rooms. We do have other guests already in the manor. They have been informed oh. of your of your arrival.
4: It would be a pleasure to be acquainted with them.
2: Yes, I'm sure uh, they'll make themselves known. An arcanist.
4: Oh, an okay. arcanist.
2: Yes, and and his scholar companion.
4: An arcanist and a scholar. Why we are in luck, aren't we, everybody?
2: Yeah.
7: yeah. Oh
4: yes. Absolutely! Yes, what yes. wonderful company they will be. Thank you so much Seth. You're ha- looking after us ever so well. Please do invite them to come and speak to us. It would be wonderful to have some fabulous of conversation.
2: Of course. Uh, they may they may they've already eaten for the evening, but they may join you after you have.
4: Lovely. Yes. Thank
2: you. Sort you. Of ru- rush not like a rush, but it's clearly like, uh, now I've got to put together <laughs> five rooms <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh. yes. So, uh, yeah, like he rushes away.
6: Can I send ruana off with him?
2: yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh nice. yeah, the little mouse hops down, starts scurrying after her, uh after him um and he he is just doing what he's like set out to do, which is running cool. running as soon as he's out of uh view of you all, running <laughs> to linen closets and grabbing like sort of random bed sheets and like they're rushing upstairs to uh, to locked rooms that he's like unlocking trying to dust off like bits of of, <laughs> of of furniture so it doesn't look so bad and like sort of chuck sheets on like make it feel as plush as possible lighting candles so every room feels as welcome and that's that's all he's doing
6: i think when ruana sees him doing all of that she's gonna sort of make her way back to the group uh-huh.
2: yeah yeah
6: it was just kind of just to check that, like, I don't know, Skylar and Seth weren't both the same person changing shape and oh. actually are the, also the Arcanist and yeah. they're going to murder us all in our sleep.
2: It's <laughs> the fun thing of these noble houses. You just never know. <laughs>
3: never know.
2: You're waiting in a, in yeah. a sitting room. Are uh, any of uh, the rest of you doing anything whilst you're.
5: I'm playing with the brass knuckles. <laughs> I've not summoned these before. So, those have not popped out, have they? No. I'm just like. Just thinking back, put my fists up, peekaboo style, and I just sway. Oh yeah, this is familiar. As I sway up, whoosh, there's an uppercut. Whoosh, there's a jab. Whoosh, there's a jab cross. Whoosh. Oh yeah. That's that's familiar.
4: Gwendolyn's that's watching that. that. <laughs> and um she's yeah. If you um if you ever want to try those out, spar a little bit. I really? wouldn't be against that.
5: It's been a while since I have practiced with these. Well, yeah. I wasn't very good when I was taught. But um something stuck.
4: There's always room for improvement.
5: Yes, always. I say
1: let's find a, a warehouse somewhere where there's like some oil barrels <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's like some meat hanging from hooks and draw out a square with chalk. <laughs> and you guys just go
4: down. <laughs> <it>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, the uh, offer's open to any of you, Anne, um, I'm good. Are you sure, Ari? I
5: am fine. <laughs> Are you sure? I mean, we could all do with a bit more combat practice i
7: don't know
1: about hand to hand don't
5: know if that's my
7: area
1: yeah my hand to hand tends to be more of a kaylee
6: dance <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm with you there guy <laughs>
1: i'll leave it to you two. But i would uh, greatly enjoy watching you two beat the crap out of each other yeah
4: <laughs> do you know what i really feel like i might enjoy that too <laughs> <laughs> you don't think i over egged it a bit by requesting five rooms I
7: mean you, you just no. poshed us into this house I think that's what's just happened like yeah like is that what happens you just turn up and you go oh I'm Gwendolyn Rose let me in and I mean, people do
4: uh, well I I mean I think that's the first time I've really properly tried other than with the Vondells but the Vondels kind of well came at us and came at me
7: yeah came at all of us yeah, in the end I
4: mean, well in the end yes but well, it was I- Trimp to invited In the first place, I'm just gonna
1: like turn to Juna and just be like, Juna, how rich are the roses? Are we talking like stupid rich, like insanely rich? Are we talking like they're
2: like competitive in their own, like
1: community rich? David,
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's a curious one. The the Rose Estate and in Priden, it's not as extensive as it could be, uh, like it is falling apart in a few places. It's well kept, but it's not the height of fashion as as you would expect no, but at the a bit same countryside yeah at the same time the more you've travelled the more well connected you realize that her father is and the business side of things is clearly doing very well so you're you're not actually sure where on the rank of things the roses fit i'm
6: not really sure where on the rank of things <laughs> they really are
5: <laughs> my guess is pretty high that consortium mage knew who Gwendolyn's father was. I assume the same's for this chap as well. I'm sorry. What? I sorry. Oh sorry, gosh, I'm not in this conversation. Yeah, you're not. Get the hell out.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm <was> so involved.
3: <laughs> I, I, I
6: think maybe the uh, the the business side of Gwendolyn's father's uh, estate is probably much better connected than even I knew when I was there. But it's not doing us any harm now, is it?
1: No, not at all. Not at all. This should be interesting, to say the least. But I'm kind of anxious to get hold of this arcanist. Maybe maybe the arcanist can help us with the flute.
3: Mm. I would love to help
2: you with the flute.
1: Oh, well,
3: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where'd
1: you
2: come from? There's a sort of in the doorway. You see a, a pale half-elf older man, and he's got like a, like a fluffy gray beard. Big, big milk bottle spectacles on. Very excited, walks in. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to... Uh, the uh, flute. I love a flute.
6: It's Father Christmas. <laughs> a
2: little bit. Half elf Father Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> do you perform? You with a mask? Yes, I
1: do. I ah. do indeed. Of course, my patron at the moment is just this Lady Rose here, and I am only able to uh Lady Rose, and and he
2: walks over completely oh, okay. ignoring you, Gaius. Uh, <laughs> sort of takes your hand, shakes Oh, I'm a big fan of your father's work. Excellent, excellent man. Brilliant work he is. Yeah. Uh, wow.
4: Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. Uh, yes, I am Lady Gwendolyn Rose, and uh, I believe you. I've heard your name. It's
2: Yvette? Uh, y- uh, Yvette, Yvette. Uh, Yvette. Oh, Clayne. Uh, you can call me Clane. It's fine. Call me Clane. Hello. Nice oh, to meet Klain,
4: you. lovely to meet you. Clayton Evet, I, I I heard that you've done the people of this town a great service.
2: Well, I mean, all in a day's work for an archness, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> of course,
4: of course. It's a well, it's an absolute pleasure to, to so meet No, it wasn't you. a day's
2: work. It was a it was a couple of days' work. I'd say it was a slippery uh, bugger.
4: <laughs> oh really? Oh, do you know what? We would be absolutely um thrilled to hear uh, just how you were able to catch him.
2: Ah trade secrets. Uh, but no, mostly I just listened to everybody's minds in in the vicinity, and then I found one that was suspicious. It oh. oh. was quite simple, actually. Very simple spell. <laughs>
4: how, d- how did you find it? How did you notice it was a suspicious one instead?
2: Well, you see, um, basically, I got uh, the entire town locked down for a moment. And
4: what? then we
3: passed... Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Um, that,
2: no one would ever go for that.
5: That's, that's so <laughs> powerful. <laughs>
1: Was it like a tier system?
2: It, uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, God. the only tiers were the outside and the inside. And as the murders were happening inside, I thought, well, let's lock the gates. And I just... I had to interview every single one. I had some help from, from my uh, my assistant scholar, or- Oratrix, but he's uh, um, dull. So...
3: Uh,
4: <laughs> Is Oratrix not joining us?
2: Uh, I don't know. Probably. Probably not. Well, it's yes, do carry
4: boring. on. Don't, don't, don't let get me stop We get paid up. It's, it's really
2: annoying, actually. We don't always go with the with the, the good ones. Sometimes they just give you a bad scholar. Oh. Not saying that he is necessarily a bad scholar, but he's he's a good scholar, but he's just... I mean, it's hard to talk to, you know? <laughs> I feel
1: like oh. I've heard that name before. Um, could you, like, um, tell us what, what, what he look like?
2: Oratrix is a walnut-skinned human... But Long hair and nice little dreadlocks Classed them very well with the little gold pieces at the end It's, I don't
1: know Oh, you know what? It's really, really weird Because I was thinking of more of like a blunt sort of person Yeah, I, I apologize, Lady Rose For uh, interrupting their conversation there Please continue I'm just going to sort of lean, go back and lean over to Juna And just be like If you can get Rowana to go and look for this guy That might be useful Juna,
6: like, winks at Rowana And away she goes mm <laughs> Not not like with my sight or anything. She's
2: just going to sort gonna of
7: go and have a little... Do it by herself. With her investigation yeah. score, she's sure to find something.
3: <laughs> well, quite.
2: <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Arcanist is like, oh, uh, so yeah, so I pulled everybody through. Uh, and there were, I mean, there were a few panicking people, of course, there were a few panicking people. But then there was somebody who was just thinking about all of the murder they just committed.
7: Wow. <laughs> was them. Oh.
2: Yeah. So good at disguising themselves,
7: bad at disguising their thoughts. Exactly.
2: Shall I get? I'll show you. It's a very simple spell. I'll just try it on you, uh, if you don't oh. mind. Uh, I think we're all right. I mean, you do look a bit nervous, don't you?
6: I I, I would very much like insight check Brian Blessed, please. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> blessed. blessed. <laughs> I'm really enjoying him. yeah. Ten. Ten. Um, he's he just seems
2: very excitable. Almost like he's not had okay. a good conversation in a while. So he's like, oh, people. That's really the only impression you get, and that he's quite happy to have achieved something so quickly.
6: Do you know, just just out of curiosity, mm, yes, what would happen if you tried to read someone's thoughts who was also trying to read your thoughts,
2: like a, just as a
6: conversation starter,
2: like a, a thought feedback loop almost? I don't, I've never I I tried that actually. That could be, I mean, that could be disastrous. <laughs> that could be, could be fascinating. You might, uh, you might just hear echoes of your own thoughts. It, you might just hear. What they're thinking about your thoughts
6: I just was wondering, so, that's all
2: Stares up I, into I'm, the I'm, distance, pondering the idea <laughs> instead.
6: Hmm. I'm, I'm sort of <laughs> interested in that sort of stuff as well, actually
2: Oh, do you study that kind of thing? I see you've got a staff, are you come some kind of... And you are a gnome, are you from Sulmarath?
6: I am Oh, wonderful Can I do a check to see if he's reading my thoughts? <laughs>
2: uh, you didn't know if he were reading deeper
6: Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay <laughs> Yes, yes, I am, actually are you from Sulmarath? N-
2: no, no, I'm Gervanian, through and through. Uh, I mean, I'm half-elf, so so I suppose part of me is Aelish from, from way back, but... Have you travelled to Sulmarath? No, unfortunately not, no. Uh, most of my study has been done with the Consortium.
6: How long have you been with the Consortium? Oh,
2: 40, 50 years now. You lose track after a while. Mm-hmm. it sort of becomes it uh, as well. I'm stopping you from eating dinner. I'm so very sorry. Just, uh... Would you like to join us?
6: Oh, yeah, come uh, and join us for dinner.
2: Well, I won't eat. Uh, oh, yes, but I will join. Uh, I'll just sit and drink and talk to you whilst and watch you whilst you eat. Not in a, a weird way.
4: No. no. Your company would be greatly appreciated.
2: Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes.
4: Do you not eat?
2: No, I've, I've eaten. Or have you already I've eaten? eaten? Don't worry. I mean, I might nibble. Nibble. Just a little nibble.
4: Nothing wrong with a little nibble.
2: No, exactly. <laughs> I might just drink. That's also an option. That's always an option. Anyway.
4: Have you ever had a
6: strawberry duckery? <laughs>
2: Yes, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I'm uh, quite sugary for my taste, I'll be honest. Oh, right,
6: Oh, yeah, I'm just, just ask him.
2: No, I prefer a, a good rockcrest red, so that's where I'm at. Oh. Yes, not that they have any here, unfortunately. Could, no,
5: there's none here? Oh, okay.
2: No. No, oh, okay. oh, a man of a uh, similar taste, I see. Y- y-
5: yes, and he, he gets a bit sheepish, y- yeah. And Kido,
6: uh, your Daryl's hanging out.
5: <laughs> 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 and it's like, yes, I've, I've not, I don't have a refined palate, but... Um, Particularly fond of that drink oh, well,
6: there, are well. of means, there are ways and means claim there are ways and means of turning things into wine
2: uh, transmutation and that kind of thing yes I've, i'm not the, the the most skilled transmutationist uh yes anyway um he sort of wanders off into one of the other rooms
4: is that the dining room i really room?
6: don't want him to be evil i love him
2: <laughs> sort of wanders back no no actually the dining room is this way you're quite right lady rose
4: right. Uh, do, do you lead the way uh Clayne? Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. First up, a reminder that next week is the last Sunday of the month, so instead of an episode from the main storyline, you will be getting episode three of No Small Questions. This month, Superfan Sam asked David, Vicky and guest player Sarah Gain your brilliant questions sent in via social media. This was also our first time recording with some of our wonderful patrons in the Zoom with us. And I have to say it was an absolute delight. It was so lovely and so much fun to actually meet some of you virtually, hang out, have a drink and chat. And personally, I cannot wait for the next one. If you're listening and thinking that sounds fun, then why not consider becoming a patron? There are some awesome perks to be had, so go to patreon.com forward slash no small roles to find out more. All new patrons get a shout out right here in the little middle bit with me when you sign up. Now, this week's No Small shout-out goes out to the talented artist Karen Lovey. Now, you may have seen us post some of her incredible fan art on our social media in the past. If you haven't, go and check her out. Her art page on Facebook is called Made With Lovey. Now, her work is stunning, and I believe she has even started taking on commissions, which is absolutely excellent news, and you should definitely commission her. You can find us at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find our Facebook page by searching No Small Roles. Roles spelt R O L L S. That's all from me for now. Let's see if Arcanist Klain can find that dining room.
2: Kind of leads you through the house in a roundabout way. He's. <laughs> You can tell he's not been here long enough to necessarily know the direct routes to things, but he, he leads you through like a no- nice, another sitting room, a, more of a games room, some cards and stuff laid out, and then finally you end up in the dining room with a table. And actually, Skylar's there already just sort of laying out plates of things in the center of the table. She bobs a little curtsey. She's taken her dressing gown off. She looks a little bit more presentable. Bobs a little curtsy. Juna finds
6: all of that incredibly awkward. Like, Juna almost can't help herself but, like, try and. Join in with Skylar and go like, yeah, she finds it all very weird that mm. she's not doing that.
1: Uh, excuse me, good lady. Um, I'm just wondering, uh, do you know where the Jan is? I mean, the, the leverage, I mean, the the, the Lou. Uh, yeah, uh,
3: <laughs> <the water.
2: laughs> what accent did she have? um, oh god, Sound like she was West
7: Country, yeah, she, she was West, West, West country. country, as, as all West housekeepers country. in this world are.
2: <laughs> housekeepers, West country. that's how I know. um we got we got a bathroom and a toilet and that uh just just through here and sort of points down the corridor to a little water closet
1: is there one that like near our our rooms and things
2: uh well uh, upstairs there'd be um uh, chamber pots uh but this one here is a it's got plumbing so it flushes and everything you pull a chain and it just goes that's amazing
1: thank you and he's
8: gonna like reluctantly go down the corridor to the lavatory that he doesn't need to use. He just wants to excuse himself so he could go upstairs.
7: Yeah. <laughs> but hang on, Guy's <laughs> never been to the loo in the whole game, so surely he needs
2: to go.
8: He's <laughs> like a Sims character, he's just been peeing his pants this whole time. Oh,
6: no.
2: <laughs> oh which is uh, a point. Juna, um, make an investigation check for Ruana. Eleven. Eleven. So she's not found anybody upstairs yet. She finds the butler again, rushing back and forwards, uh, <laughs> but nobody else. So, Lady Rose, what brings you to to Ross Hall at such a time as this?
4: Well, um, I, I suppose being a bit of a tourist, if that's not too um daft a thing to be, you know. No, I the just,
2: architecture here is glorious, isn't it?
4: Isn't it just <laughs> just
2: red brick? I mean, I mean what?
4: <laughs> yes, it's very particular to this area, isn't it? Well, no, no, that's the point. No. Oh, it's not. Oh, please, I, I, I honestly, I don't know, enough, but I would love to know.
2: It's Orkotian, did you know?
4: Orkotian? Yes, yes, they uh, uh, they imported it why, wh- years
2: and years and years and years ago. Uh, they did some trading with the Orkosians, uh managed to buy loads of this brick, transported it right the way down here at such great cost, I could probably imagine, uh, and built this whole town out of it.
4: Wow! Oh right. my! Why would? Why did they do that? I mean, I mean, it's absolutely stunning, and I can absolutely see why they did it for the um aesthetic. But why would they do that at such great expense?
2: Well, some people have money, and they like to show that off. And quite frankly, <laughs> of course, good because it looks <laughs> yes. bloody brilliant.
4: Um, by the way, DM, when you say Orcosian, does that mean it's from Orkosh, or is that somewhere from else? From Orkosh, yeah. Wow. And, and, well, I mean, yes, absolutely. Show it off if you can. Why not? And, well, yes, exactly. And it's, I, I suppose being up on these hills, it means people from far away can certainly see just how wealthy this uh, this town is.
2: Well, yes, exactly. Very old now, though, very old. Uh, it'd be quite hard to trade with uh, oh, gosh, these days, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs>
2: not that I mean anything, but you're being a uh, half-orc, obviously. Just meant <laughs> because, you know.
4: Uh, there, there's being... some tensions, I believe.
2: Yes, exactly. Yes. yes
4: I, I. I'm afraid. You know. I'm. I'm. I'm ever so ignorant of um, political things. Sometimes. Uh, so. Uh, I, it's always good to be informed by somebody better in the know than myself.
3: Oh, uh,
2: I mean, as uh, oh, I, I, they've got this whole thing about uh, us being on their land, which, on the one hand, you can completely excuse them for because it was taken from them by the elves, not us, and that was. Thousands of years ago, so we've been living here for almost if not longer than they have. So it's it's probably more our land now than it is theirs. And anyway, they keep coming back. You know uh, the whole the whole barrier marshes. They keep that's where they're getting in right now. The trouble is, of course, we're dealing with the with the Alish and little skirmishes and all the rest of that up there. Went to the front line to myself a little while ago. <laughs> oh really? No, I'm just fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't oh, worry. it's not as scary as you would think. The Ailish No, I can't imagine it be nice
4: scary people. with somebody as talented as you.
2: No, oh, that's, <laughs> that's flattery. Anyway, I'm very sorry. We're just keeping the whole conversation to ourselves, aren't we? You, uh, with the leg. Uh, that's a very ingenious entraction you've got there. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah, made it myself.
3: Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, well yeah. done. Well done.
7: Thank you. Uh, Does it make you run fast? It can do. Is that the purpose of it? It's not the purpose of it, but I mean, oh. but it, it it can do, I guess, sometimes.
2: Oh, wonderful! If pushed. Wonderful. Comes to shove, Ha <laughs> ha. no, not that I'm going to shove you. Um, it's just, uh, it's afraid isn't it? Oh
7: yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. No, what? Uh, um, you. uh so you're one of the. Are you one of the consortium? Is that right? Yes, yes.
2: Uh, one of the archonists. Oh yes. right. What's What's that like? It's very hard work. I'll be honest. Really? A lot of bloody hard work. Uh, well I mean, it's um, I mean, they 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 send you all over the place. The old uh, the old uh, current arch magus's arch majors. I never know how to say that <laughs> word, and there will probably be one one day. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, they do. There's uh, there's lots of plenty of things, and obviously this little job here probably a bit beneath me, but there's uh, yeah. uh, you know political political right. Okay. Uh, reasons, yes.
7: Wait, so you were sent here by the
2: consortium. Yes, on on behalf of of of, of Lord Rostall, He put in a word.
5: I have a question for you, Master. Yes, um, is there a possibility that the that the faceless uh, fellow was making an attempt on Lord Rostal? and it, could it be considered a political kind of attack? No, it is quite possible. What I found very bizarre when I did look into his little mind there
2: is uh, he'd almost obscured his purposes with the extra murder. You know what I mean? It was very hard. It was very hard to see what quiet he was doing in the town, because he'd killed so many people, and he'd taken so many different forms, that it was was a whole jumble of just, oh, it was maddening to try to sift through it. But at the very least, it, it meant that I knew it was him. And
6: what form did he take the last you saw him?
2: Well, when I first met him, he was a little boy, and that was very off-putting, because you don't want little boys running around with those kind of images in there, too. Uh, uh, but when I left, he was uh, he, he was a very old, old man, almost as if he were trying to be myself, but couldn't quite catch this likeness. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you
7: say he might have been trying to disguise a different motive,
2: but... Yes, yeah, quite possible. I mean, he was stationed here as a footman, of all yeah. things. Yes, it was possible that he might, like you suggest, he might have taken a more political approach to uh, to his purposes in being here. But uh, but all you was was able to read was
7: that he had he done a lot of murders. Basically, that you didn't get yes. anything more than that.
2: Yes, well, that's what he was uh, essentially. That was all I could get. Enough to confirm that it was him, and that I think is enough. We could uh, move on to the next part and save the town any more distress.
6: I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts on him. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> oh. I've been sitting on it, yeah. and then I know Daryl's also a bit, like, I'm, what's I'm going itchy, on? <laughs> Yeah, oh.
2: yeah oh. so first up, you can hear his surface thoughts. That's. I
6: think that's probably as far as I'll go, but...
2: um, And his surface thoughts are just the room surface thoughts currently. The what? I mean, he's just... As Juna sort of looks into Klain's mind, all you can hear is Gwendolyn's voice and then Oren's voice and then Enkidu's voice and then Gaius' voice and then a little bit because of your own, Because he's reading our Gina. thoughts. And in fact, when it does flick back over to you, Juna, he frowns a little bit.
6: Juna's going to look at him like one eyebrow raised and a bit of a <laughs> wry smile.
2: I mean, you can't blame me for trying. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was interesting though I could hear it was almost like an echo chamber did you hear that? I heard that right as Gina? yeah like it was yeah. almost when like sort of he was then focusing in on you you were like hearing everybody's but like echoed out like when you look yeah, in a mirror f- like two mirrors back before. to back and that sort of the reflection carries on
6: oh uh, yeah 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 <clears>
2: um,
5: But like yeah that was new you yeah, seem to like this spell of reading people's thoughts. I wonder if... I'm going to regret asking this. When you scanned over my mind, what was there? How do you mean? You could hear the surface thoughts of people in the room. I mean, like, what would you hear of mine? I mean, there's a lot of suspicion there,
2: now that we're talking frankly,
5: which, quite frankly,
2: is a little bit more fun. (laughs) Yes, you're quite a suspicious fellow, aren't you? It's not the first time someone said
5: that about me, no. The lot of you seem to be a little bit concerned with my being an arcanist. Oh, just, um, we've seen a lot on our travel up from... Um...
6: We met uh, Zerevere Tarek?
5: Yeah. <gasps> what are you doing? <laughs> oh.
3: Mm.
2: Oh, and in what
6: do capacity know, do did you, know, you Do you know her?
2: I know her very well. She's a fellow arcanist.
1: Oh we were supposed to be on a secret assignment from him.
3: Oh no, nope, nope, no, Karen. no, this is not a no, 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 secret no,
6: no, one. one. This is the one we met back in Tillisham. Oh thank oh, God.
2: Okay. Yeah, no, no,
0: no. That'd I mean but
6: this is the one. it's okay it's still- to Chris's
2: words, maybe to put a bit of fear in you. You are supposed to be on a secret assignment against yes. the consortium. Mm-hmm. I know. And you're currently sat in the room with someone who can read your mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. hmm So mm-hmm. 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 oh, Zere, yes. Were you in Tillisham?
8: Guy is going to immediately start thinking about like uh, uh, a sheep just jumping over a fence repeatedly. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. um, yeah, and QD going to grab his glass and try to press the digitate the flavor. It's rock rest <laughs>
3: <Yeah. laughs>
6: like, room. is hardcore this? thinking about her and Jenny.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah, we, we passed through Tillishim. It was uh, it was quite a nice place. I mean, actually.
2: I mean, if you if you met if you met Zarathir, then Tarek, she likes to go by Tarek. Then were you there? Were you, did you see all the all the animals?
3: No.
6: Were that what kind of animals were there? All, all
2: the dead animals. you you not seen the dead animals?
6: Well, that sounds horrific.
2: Books, 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 books. I'm glad
6: we weren't there for that.
2: Make a deception check, Juno.
6: Oh
7: yeah.
2: <laughs> Orange thinking about books. <laughs>
4: Gwendolyn's thinking about the cursed uh oh 11 i got plus six and i only got 11
2: he sort of winks a little bit at you he's like come on now no you were there i I can i can we were were there
6: there. but i'd rather not think about it because it was it was not very nice to witness
2: well no i can imagine i'm absolute horrifying but yeah i mean that was that was an event on, tell me about that. Tell me a first hand account. Go on.
6: Well, we sort of came into town and there were. It was more the aftermath, if I'm being honest, of what had happened.
2: What was the aftermath?
6: Well, that's something just. Every. Like, that. lots of townspeople seemed to be hurt. Something went on up at the. Uh, what's their names? The. Donville
3: Tower?
2: You're not as good a liar as you think, Miss Sethel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: <laughs>
8: DM'd. Guy is just going to take something from his bag
1: and he's going to tell the arcanist Hey buddy, uh, if you like good music maybe I'll let you play something on this flute and he's going to play the flute
2: for him
3: Ooh,
1: very
2: nice Are you going to try to make him move as a distraction technique? Why not? Just for the fun of it What's your uh, spell save? Uh, It's a measly 13 against a
8: bleak (laughs) arcanist (laughs) Yeah
2: Yeah. (laughs) He rolled a 17, let alone anything else he's adding Sort of listens to it? For, oh, make a performance check. Okay. <laughs> the guy's best feature. Actually not. No, no. <laughs> oh, dirty twenty though.
3: <laughs> hey. Hello. Yeah.
2: yeah, so actually, like he, he listens. Like, the distraction seems to work for a while. This is um very, very nice pipe. It's got a bit of an attitude though, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. Uh just uh I'm just out of interest, like uh we acquired this on our travels the other day, and uh, it's a bit weird, but basically, our party members keep uh, waking up, and um, for some reason, like, they keep, like, walking towards me when I play in things, and it's just a bit weird. And I was wondering if you've ever heard about anything in, that in your travels and stuff. Have you heard anything, like, it being any art- artifacts that are, like, encourage people to, like, follow others, like a Pied Piper or something?
3: Yeah,
2: Um not to follow elders, I, I have heard tales of uh, enchanted enchanted instruments. Uh, may, I, may I have a quick look? Professional yes, curiosity. Go for it. Takes it, starts turning it over. Lays it very quickly down on the table, mutters a few arcane words. Just draws with his finger some runes around it. Picks it up again. He goes, um, it doesn't seem to be anything dangerous, as far as I can tell. Uh, but uh, what I do sense is that it just wants to be played. Huh? So it's likely that if you're having issues with it, you're not playing it enough.
1: Okay. <laughs> what? But you can't, like, detect any, like, other internal being that could be, like, released if we break it?
2: Oh, no, there's no trap spirits or anything like that, if that's what you're worried about. No, I'm oh. sure. I mean, you might have a bit of trouble breaking it. That seems to be pretty solid. Like I say, it seems to be have uh, a mind of its own. But and uh when you say people are walking up to you at night, yeah, what is that?
1: Well, my compatriots here are of Lady Roses. And oh. Justin to Juno and to Orin.
2: Oh well, um, probably just wants
7: an audience, doesn't
2: it? And we were
7: hearing the music when it wasn't
2: being played. Well, you know I'm sure any circus has got a, a, a what do they call it, a shouter out the front, somebody who calls you in so it's likely all that's happening is that uh, you haven't played it enough, so it's calling people over to you to
1: to put on a bloody show for them. So if I was to play, like, the biggest show in town, people would, then that would, like, soothe it, do you think? And then everyone would stop listening to the music as much?
2: I'm not even sure he would take that. Just a little bit of love and attention.
1: Okay, okay. That makes me feel a bit more reassured as a as a magic man as yourself.
2: Gwendolyn, can you make a charisma saving throw, please? <gasps> oh, my gosh. He's
6: going deeper. Sorry, He's it is a charisma deeper. saving
2: throw, isn't it? For a, for a deeper detectable.
4: Wisdom saving throw. It's a wisdom, yeah, wisdom saving throw. That is a 15.
2: 15. Um, what are your deeper motivations, Currently, <gasps>
4: oh. Um, I oh am gosh. wondering if he himself is the shapeshifter. Anything um, else? What else am I thinking about in this moment? Shapeshifter and, um... Uh, she, she's she's a lot blanker than you might think oh. <laughs> um uh, yeah she just like she's and uh, do you know what because of the mention of the shapeshifter being a little boy she's also thinking about oskin um in the Vondels.
2: um he like he, i'm
4: feeling guilty about oskin still
2: uh obviously you can sort of feel him like probing into your mind a little bit so he's searching for the reason that you're in town because he doesn't trust that you're here just to be a tourist.
4: Yeah, would he find that out? I don't think that's... I don't know how close that is to the surface. I think she's thinking about other things.
2: Well, no, that's what I mean. He's pushed, like, beyond the surface. Okay,
4: beyond the surface.
2: Yeah. So he wants to know... He will know, then, why we have come through town. Well, like, it depends how... How how necessarily you think about the situation. So, for Gwendolyn, why have you come to Ross Hall?
4: Adventure. Adventure and escape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh
2: what adventure are you currently on (laughs) again like as as you can like again you can feel him pushing deeper into your mind that you're like I'm trying to throw up the Roblox how can I distract him Um, but you can feel him like trying to like find the reasoning behind your reasoning
4: what behind adventure as she is uh, doing her best to think more about um, Orkosh and uh, that we're getting closer to there and trying to think about her mother um, she's imagining a orc woman um, in highway gear and she is just trying to fill her mind with that as much as she, uh, like, kind of a highway woman orc that she is trying to fill her mind with and think about that. She knows that that she's close to where her and her father met and she's just trying to just channel that and with, like, the woods and everything um, and trying to just, like, that. that's her that's a big part of why she's on this journey and so she's trying to direct him to there as she can kind of feel him getting into her mind
2: and after like after it feels much longer but it's actually only about a minute of
4: like,
2: uh, you're, a minute. Like, you're like gripping the table slightly as you can just feel him like moving through your thoughts and memories and after sort of like the, the sort of tension in your head it's almost like a little headache like the pressure just like is released and you realise that he's not probing anymore he does sort of give you a sort of a side look, but he almost doesn't acknowledge that he's even done that. Just carries on with the pipe, hands it back to to Guyas. He's like, "Oh yes, uh, so that's what I would uh, I would say." And worry about that is that uh, just play it more, and uh, probably if you stop playing it, then it, that's when it will bring people over to you. That's my assumption. Yeah, thank you.
4: I am not feeling. Very well. I think I'm going to retire for the evening. I have a slight headache, she says very pointedly to him.
2: How unfortunate.
4: How unfortunate indeed. I would hope that nobody else would get a headache whilst they're in this room. It's very stuffy, isn't it? And uh, she leaves the room.
6: I think I'm I think maybe it, it is time for bed. I mean, I'm assuming... Do I need to roll to know if I get that from Gwen, what she's getting at? It feels quite... Mm,
2: no. I to roll for it. Yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, I think maybe we should all head to bed. Yeah. All right. And I think what she's do is to point to the boys and say, I think you, you, and you, as <laughs> well, and cast message and say... He read her mind, he read her mind, he read her mind.
7: <laughs> <laughs> all right, got it.
6: And then as they're leaving, just in case he goes for Juna, Juno is thinking like, you cheeky little fucker.
3: <laughs> just in case
6: he gets in there. <laughs> Fuck it, she points to him and messages, you cheeky fucker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he uh, he responds, professional curiosity, my apologies. I sort of, as you all make to leave, he's, well, uh, wonderful. Uh, joining you all for dinner and uh, hope to see more of you uh, for the execution or possibly tomorrow.
5: Yeah. Yes. Sure. Can I get a uh, sip of that wine before I go to bed? hmm uh, What does it taste like?
2: The, like trying to like recreate a rockcrest red for yourself. It is really nice. It's like a really smooth cherry and chocolate notes to it. Have you ever... Enki do ever tried a rock crest red. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. That's so you can you can imitate the taste to the best thing. Obviously you know that you're not drinking the real thing. So part of you is like, mm, is it does it carry the same weight?" But at the same time you're like, "Actually, I've got this."
5: He kind of sneaks back cuz oh, just, you know, just a nightcap and he just <laughs> <laughs> himself out of the room. good lad, good lad. Yeah. Um. Oren, hey, hey Oren, Oren. I did it. I did magic. Oh. I did it. Oh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> And then he remembers the arcanist and is like,
3: oh, right, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: the arcanist doesn't move to follow any of you out. Stands to suggest to you all uh, a good night, but leaves you to go. All right. Which, as you're sort of all slowly making your way up toward the stairs, uh, Seth, the butler, does sort of come. Uh, uh, yes, uh, the rooms are all ready for you. Uh, uh, the largest of which, Lady Rose, I have of course put out for you.
4: Thank you so much.
2: Yes, yes, of course. House. Um,
4: Gwendolyn goes up to the biggest room, but she kind of stands in the doorway kind of to be like to everyone else, like, come in here.
2: Yeah.
7: (laughs) Go into the room. (laughs) Sure. Yeah.
4: She feels sick. I'm going to completely follow.
2: (laughs) Yeah, of course.
6: Can I, if I send out a Rowana, like, do I know where she is?
2: Uh, Is she within a hundred feet? Down the corridor, (laughs) pops out of a little door, scurries down the corridor and like joins you all.
4: I'm pretty sure he read my mind uh, and pushed pretty deep i think i was able to fight him away from anything that would um relate to exactly why we're here i think i was able to steer him off but i don't know if we're going to be able to defend our minds against him whilst we're sleeping i don't know juna juna how's it work you know this spell david (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know Uh... i suppose it would just be our dreams wouldn't it so maybe we're okay but it depends what our dreams reveal. I love that the pipe thing is that it's just an attention-seeking pipe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> i so
2: for that. Like, that's scared yeah. the crap out of me. like, got an <laughs> evil pipe. Yeah, basically, I just kept a, uh, kept a track of whether or not you played it during the day. And if you hadn't, like, oh, or oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, you've played it today. We're okay. So the player's handbook doesn't say about if the person's asleep or not. So I'm assuming they'd still be able to read some of the deeper thoughts of the person. They just maybe will be less able mm. to counteract it. The thing is, when uh, it does say in there, like the spell is particularly useful as part of an interrogation, because when you ask mm. someone a question, obviously mm. their thoughts start shifting toward the answers. And I suppose if somebody's asleep, they're not going to respond to a question, but they're also probably yeah. got no control. But over equally, where their he mind might just see in the same visions way. of you flying through the air, or exactly, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
4: And that's why he wasn't fully able to get exactly out of me because he wasn't asking me questions i was able to
2: yeah exactly he was sort of just seeing where your minds were going so when you think he didn't he didn't find
7: out anything
4: no i i was um i was thinking about my mother and what my image of her i don't know if it's actually what she looks like but uh from what my father's told me and we're not a great distance or maybe we are but we're in uh, the closer area to where my mother and my father met with with the talk of um, building materials from Orkosh, I just uh, try to really centre down on that, really. Uh, so I think I think we're okay, but I'm just um, I'm just a bit nervous about spending any more time around him right now. Juna just gives Gwen a massive hug. Well, not a massive hug. <laughs> you know.
7: A Juna-sized hug. <laughs> yeah. Just the right
8: size. A yeah. sized I'll join in on that as well.
4: Oh, oh thank you. Uh, lo- lovely.
5: Do you think we're in any danger with him?
4: Gwendolyn, she's just not sure how much she's listening right now so uh she's kind of just her her words aren't coming out so well so he might he might be able to find out why we're here
5: that's the risk we took coming here anyway it's to be expected I, can't,
3: I
7: guess tuna do you do you have to be able to see someone to be able to do that test Vicky on her spell day
6: <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> <laughs> you you do so I think Whilst we're not in the same room as him, we're safe. But that's that's just how I cast it. Yeah. I, I need to be able to see. I'm just
7: people. wondering if we're better off. Well, so I'm just wondering if we want to stay here, if we all stayed in one room, Gwendolyn, you can do that clever security stick thing that you do. And then we'd know if he was coming near.
6: We could keep watch like we normally do. Yes, that might
4: be a. Good idea. I do feel bad about getting them to sort out all these rooms, though? Now, if we're not going to sleep in them, well, perhaps we could go jump on all the beds. Yeah, and we can that pretend we that we've been in
7: there in the morning and like rumple up the sheets a bit and like.
4: Yes. Yeah. And if we all sneak to the other rooms in ready for the morning, then maybe they won't know and they won't feel bad. And be
7: like, oh, I've just woken up. Yeah.
4: Yeah. We'll sneak. Bring down down me tea. Yes. Sneak down yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Gwendolyn starts setting up. Her, her wire and her bell around as much of the room as she can to have a security system in place
2: yeah and the um the room itself is quite large there's a, a large king-sized bed in the middle of it a couple of chests and drawers and again like the sort of the seating furniture in the room is, is very sort of utility basic wooden chairs they're very nice carved wooden chairs but they're not as plush as you would expect so whilst there is space for a couple of you on the bed or a couple of you <laughs> and Gina, a couple of you are definitely going to have to sleep on the floor, essentially.
4: Are, sh- are you sure you will want to stay in here? I mean, you could all have a much more comfortable sleep, but i it's probably better to keep us all together. But, you know, I don't want anybody to feel obligated to stay in here. I'm fine to stay here.
5: We've been on the road for days. So I- I'm going to go next door. At least I'm not far.
4: Maybe it's good to keep somebody else with yeah, you.
7: If you're going to a different room, at least one of us should probably be there. I Don't mind going.
5: You know, Oren, wouldn't you share, then, if you wander off... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So,
2: Enkidu and and Oren in one room, uh, Juna, Gwendolyn, and Gaius in the other. Is that right? So, the night passes with uh, no issue, actually. Oren and Juna you both have very peaceful sleep. You don't go walking anywhere. Gaius, there's, there's no sort of pipe taunting you in your dreams or anything like that. It's all very nice. Um, Gwendolyn, you actually have some very nice dreams about your mother. Um, as you've sort of like forced that thought so far forward in your head that it sort of lingers there for a little bit so it's you just sort of see this highway orc uh, sort of chasing down carriages which is and like sometimes you are the highway orc sometimes you're chasing the highway orc it's it's a whole thing and in Kidu, again sleeping in an actual bed for a while even if you're sharing it with Oren it's a really relaxing evening for all five of you the next morning comes the sun rises, uh, you can hear bells from the garrison. Right,
7: we've got to go and bounce on those other beds. Come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one goes upstairs and jumps on one of the other beds.
4: Oh yeah, I'm coming. I'm up for a bit of bounce. <laughs> Gwendolyn stays in her room, but she's glad that they go off and do that. Guy, you coming?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
8: love
2: bouncing on the bed, me. <laughs> um, can you all make acrobatics checks?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am yes. a disgraceful yes. <laughs> Jumping on the beds.
7: Oh, Cops, hang on. <laughs> wow. That's four, bloody hell.
3: Ten. Um,
2: Fourteen. Eleven. Fifteen. Fifteen, no. To be honest, more that I was checking to see if you broke any of them, but no,
3: you're all rolled, you're <laughs> yeah. all right, you're okay. Yeah.
2: There is a brief moment you think you might have heard like a like a slight creak that you're like, okay, that's enough jumping. <laughs> Bouncing on the bed, rummage up the pillow, put
7: my head against it a bit. Four little adventurers <laughs> jumping on the bed. One
3: fell
1: off and bumped his head. Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Juno uh, uh, rubs a twain tied tea bag on the
2: <laughs> hmm? <laughs> Bowls of hot water have been delivered up to your rooms as well. Sort of left outside the rooms, not like they've walked in and seen you all jumping about. But as you all sort of uh, gather. Gather yourselves. You head down for breakfast. You're informed that the Arcanist has already left. Uh, the Arcanist and the scholar have already left to to get about their business. You have breakfast. It's very nice. There's uh, grains of cereal. There's um, different pots of tea. There's some orange juice. Are there any tea bags on on yeah, site? Yeah, they've got they've got some. <laughs> They've obviously got some...
6: I'm so proud of you, Ben. <laughs> there are some
2: um, already prepared yeah, teas. Literal t- tea leaves. Um, but then there's also uh, oh, just right. a selection of dragon barley and twain tight. Can I try and palm some of the tea bags? <laughs> when well, no one's looking. Yeah, at- yeah you can keep... grab three of each if you want.
6: Yeah, Juno sees it and is just like very proud <laughs> of Orin.
5: <laughs> there's extra breakfast rolls and stuff on the table, I guess, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, all, it's almost like a continental
5: buffet. This is, when I was in the palace, this is the fanciest food I've ever tasted up until this day. And all we used to do was just just sneak it and take it. Do you know what I mean? But I don't have any Tupperware. so. (laughs) Juna puts the
6: tea caddy on the table and takes the lid off.
3: Yes.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's like wrapped into napkins, tied up. The mage hand goes over to grab some fruit. (laughs) We are taking this. We are eating like kings on the road. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going in the caddy. Oh yeah, it's a four. (laughs)
6: The caddy's first official
4: (laughs) use. It's to fill. It
2: can fit ten small items. So um, oh shit, how are you basically going to fill it till it's full, or are you gonna?
5: I'll find the tastiest looking Mm. pastry. I think I'll save that for the road.
2: It's a nice, really buttery looking croissant. Yeah, yeah. Let's put it in there. So having you feel like yeah, if you want to like fill it completely, great. Yeah. I mean, you got to eat, so it should last. Yeah. <laughs> There's also this crazy magical thing called pockets. <laughs>
5: <Whoa>.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
5: food in your pocket is very, very. <laughs> that's unpleasant. true.
8: That's true. There's so much felt flint or like crumbs and stuff. <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: <laughs> beautiful.
2: So, as you've already uh, obviously having a very nice morning chat, stealing all of the food. Um, Wait, leave some crumbs on the plate so it looked like we ate it. <laughs>
7: Yeah, we
6: didn't use all the rooms. We we specifically asked for
7: five we were... rooms when he was like, well, <laughs> several are prepared. No, that won't be enough. We'll need five.
5: I mean, it's this awful. is literally actors on tour, isn't it? <laughs>
4: That's, That's why going, we're just role-playing that nowadays just because we're so bored yeah. of being stuck yeah. in the Do you I remember when you could go playing. to hotels
7: and have a <laughs> breakfast?
4: Yeah, <laughs> now, nick it.
2: Take it. So what are your plans for... For the day, where are you all headed? Library. The execution. What time's the execution? They said it's It's in the morning, but closer to midday. They're probably going to wait for a bit of a crowd before they do it. But at the moment, it it looks only a couple of hours past sunrise. So you've got a bit of time before then.
4: Do we want to hit the library then? I I
5: thought you would never ask.
4: (laughs) Sounds like a good plan. I'm sure we can get lots of information there.
5: Keep your eyes peeled as well. If the Hex are in town, don't know what they're up to. Yeah,
7: up to no good. To the
4: library.
2: To the library. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you make your way across town, down one hill, up the other to the garrison, uh, and there's already a bit of a crowd growing. Um, they sort of like there are some people that have like picked out spots that they've like set up little chairs almost around the edge, um, ready for a good view of, uh, of, of the gallows. Um, you find the entrance to the library, however. Uh, sort of ignoring, weaving your way through the little crowd there is. Um, make you over to the library. And even the small steps up to the library, Oren, um, you can just smell books. <laughs> <Do you know laughs> that, that page smell, like it is wafting through. It is, ah, oh, it's lovely. And as you sort of reach the top of the steps, there is one guard there. Who sort of gives you a nod, points you toward a sign on the wall that just says, No candles. And also, bags will be checked upon leaving. Uh, And he says, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to go and ask one of the librarians. I'm bringing some books in. Is that okay? They're not going to take those off me when I leave. Uh, Could I have a quick check of them now?
7: Shows him the books.
2: Yep. Uh, Sort of he pulls out a little sort of book, keeps a little tally of your name and the amount of books that you're currently carrying and a small description of each. uh, And goes, yep, that should be fine. Uh,
6: That's one of the most Orin things ever to check his books on the way into the library <laughs> to make sure oh they're
2: gosh. not going to be taken off him. DM, I've
8: also got a book to check in. It's the one that I picked up from the um, Crow's Tower. Oh, the really
2: soggy <laughs> the, one. The rotten one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he sort of sees that like, <laughs> oh, don't worry, none of our books are in that kind of a state, so we should be fine showing that <laughs> upon exiting. This
8: could be worth thousands someday.
2: <laughs>
3: Oh gosh!
2: he sort of smiles uh, sort of gestures for you to to enter the library is extensive it is floor to ceiling shelves it is they've they've jam-packed as much space as they can clearly this used to be some kind of soldier's mess hall and it has been converted into this glorious library and as you move through it even little rooms that go off are filled with more and more books Anything in particular you're looking for? No. I've seen what I wanted. I'll leave. No, I'm
7: joking. Can I see how it's sort of organized? Into
3: Yeah, it's got
2: um, Dewey Decimal System. Classic. Excellent.
3: Uh, no, it's, 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 it's.
2: Arcanist Dewey? Yeah, exactly. It's it's sort of like in world organization, mostly alphabetical. Uh, we got to come up with a name for that in world. Yeah, yeah. Foreign quilts. It's got. The... I think. So. But yeah, it's it's sort of it's definitely separated out by um, the purpose of the book. Mm. It's got a lot of uh, historic tomes. You, you notice uh, there are some general non arcane books, lots of fiction books, lots of uh, fact books, quite a few political books. Um, sort of expounding, or at least as you sort of like look through the the titles, you get the impression that it's it's like things that have happened on a political level like law changes and things that uh still probably affect the world today but nobody really like knows about it Mm. like those random little bylaws and yeah um and like seat changes in in the lord's assembly that you know from from two three hundred years ago that nobody really cares about but it's been recorded what to look at first
7: (laughs) I think I think, conscious of the mission that we're on, I think Orin might try and see if he can find anything about the formation of the Arcanist
5: Consortium.
2: Um, yep, anybody else? Are you just following Orin, or are you sort of
5: spreading out a little?
6: Yeah, I'll give you a hand, Orin, if yeah. that's yeah. right with you.
5: I'm interested in that as well. And also, um, any um, books on uh, Conjuration, like um, its uses and historical records of like you know, big uses of it, how it's affected yeah, the yeah.
2: world. Uh, Gwendolyn and
4: guys. Gwendolyn's going to be looking for kind of, um, I suppose she's going to be in the, the travel department, mm. perhaps. Um, <laughs> she's going to be looking for information about Orkosh, but also about the uh, Lake Ward district, particularly the Golden Forest. Mm. Yeah, maybe, yeah,
2: And Gaius, are you just sort of tagging along or just. Gaius is going to be
8: like drifting and then feeling bored out of his mind just start like <laughs> banging and starts like playing like uh hide in the seat by making lots of noise in the library so he'll 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 make lots of noise in one row and then like sneak over to another while the librarian chases around
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah and there is
2: a general hush in the room that every time it is broken no matter who it is it almost reverberates around and all of you are like guys <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> i suppose after
8: like 25 minutes of this after a sh- after 25 a quick, minutes yeah 25 minutes um he's committed um, <laughs> he'll probably get like a telling off from orin or gwen and then be like oh okay and then he'll go and find like um I don't know, like a poetry section just
2: to read
6: i think i think at that point Juno will go sit with guy for a chat
2: In poetry section mm. cool for those of you looking for specific information, can you make a quick investigation check, please? Oh my gosh. 13, 12, 2. Woo. Oh. Um, so, yeah, in Kidu it's what you do what you at least find is that there there seem to be very little actual arcane books. So anything about like the theory of magic even. This is not the library for that. And you wander, like, section to section to section to section and there is nothing. Like, you get one of the librarians to, like, try helping and she's like, oh, I'll try and find something historical that might mention it, but no, there's no... So you spend a lot of the time just wandering backwards and forwards. Oren, you were looking for Arcanist stuff, weren't you?
7: Yeah, specifically about the the sort of formation of the Arcanist Consortium,
2: really. Yeah, you do find one book that um, Mm -hmm. sort of... It's less specifically about the Arcanist Consortium, but having asked, again, a librarian, she's pointed you toward a book about the Accords because that's Mm -hmm. the first mention of the consortium that she's aware of. Yeah, there is like a a general understanding that during the post-mortal uprising, during the, the era of the Free Peoples, mages were a little bit unrestrained. And so Rumath, along with a group of mages, highly skilled mages, helped put together the accords, along with other lords and things of the land. And actually, after the signing of the accords, the official founding of the Arcanist Consortium was made. You get the sense that this group that they were talking about is probably the people that you're investigating, the founders. The official start date, as it were, for the Arcanist Consortium is actually a few years after Dravain as a country was established.
5: So was there some kind of like suppression of chaos? yeah like
2: that's generally what the whole accords did was to stop the 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 minor civil wars and things that were that were starting yeah the the entire point of it was to to stop the the rampant use of of magic and people claiming territories and just to try and instill a little bit of law back into the land that had just been like liberated
7: and is there anything about how they did that did they sort of stamp out magic users or there's a little
2: bit of discussion of of um yeah other other battles and things they um it wasn't necessarily an entirely peaceful transition there were a few moments of minor uprisings in those early years of people that were against the accords but ultimately the the consortium the lord's assembly uh, and the throne itself rumath tarimbor they managed to quell any sort of small disputes and quite often, it's noted that those people were transported out of the country. Yep. Guess where to.
5: Okay. Who, who else? Is, is it? Just Orin mm, reading like, this? Like,
2: well, if you're if you join
7: me in Kido, I'd be sharing. I'd be it. sharing what I'm reading.
2: Uh, Gwendolyn, what was it that you were looking
7: for? Sorry.
4: Information about Orkosh and also uh, the Lake Ward, with in particular the Golden mm-hmm. Forest.
2: Again, you ask. You walk up to to, to one librarian, a purple-gray half-elf uh, with a shock of white curly hair quite kind she sort of nods and uh she's like ah okay all kosh now we got a few uh hmm. we've got some in the uh the myths and legends section if you're interested in that we've got a few uh in the golden Ford Is the lake ward and that and then she's basically like muttering to herself moving through the the books piling up a few of them that she think might interest you when you sit down to read them like the Even though she helps point you to specific sections in each book as well, the the information that she's found is quite scant. When it comes to the Orkosh stuff, it's basically a lot of the generally known information about Orkosh. The fact that they're a loose society of clans and tribes that quite are respectful of of nature itself, uh, of of the land uh, and the creatures and things that live there. um, It's told from from a Dravanian perspective, all of this writing. So... It's almost with them being an outside invading force trying to get back to the land that is owned by the Dravanians, So, no, nah. <laughs> there are uh, there is one thing that catches your attention that they are there's a, a group known as the Fenrenders who more often than not are trying to get to the Barrier Marshes, and they believe, or at least the writer of this book believes that they're doing that because they're trying to reclaim uh, a monument that they believe sacred
3: mm. Mm. and so
2: they're like a, a that
4: fo- make Gwen think of the henge yeah
2: a little bit mhm uh, it doesn't use those words but you get the impression that that's putting together what you know you get you get the idea that that's possibly why this group is continually coming over the fen renders renders when it comes to looking up uh, the lake ward and the golden Forests, beyond like a general discussion about the history of it the lake dravane itself being used as the as the place of the signing of the accords how the country got its name that kind of thing there is one interesting thing that catches your attention uh, specifically specifically about the golden forest uh, it does say that the uh, the eastern end of the golden forest is actually mentioned in the accords itself and is noted in the accords that the this space is to be perpetually possessed by Erida Wingthrop and her progeny.
4: Oh, okay. So this goes way back. Way back.
2: Gaius and Juno, as you're both sat chatting, sort of reading poetry books, finding the, the naughtiest poetry you can find, I can imagine, from the two of you together. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um
2: You do just uh, briefly see uh, Gwendolyn walk past you, A stack of books in her hand. Slightly odd. She is wearing librarian's clothes. Oh, God.
4: What? Guy.
2: And that's where we'll end tonight's episode.
3: Oh, my God. God.
4: Oh, my God.
1: I knew it. I friggin' knew it.
7: You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master. Ben Galpin as Oren Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media Thank you for listening to No Small Rolls Anon for now.
1: Anon!